0: Welcome to the archive section. These are some of the first shows that I ever did as a podcaster. And back then, I was so new. I just had a phone. I had zero idea what I was doing. But I decided to jump in with both feet, start my own podcast. And as you will see through this archive section, I start off a little rough. But as the episodes go on, you can tell... I started to get a little more confident, started to gain a footing, and it kind of is a really cool way for me to come back, listen to these episodes, just to see where it all started for me, and how I got better as I went along. So I decided, instead of deleting all these old episodes, why not put them in an archive section, so even you guys can check them out, and just, you know, have a great time listening to some of these older episodes, and... Don't forget, though, to start checking out the newer stuff that I'm posting, because I am going to be posting often, and I have some amazing guests that I interview in these upcoming shows. We talk about so many different important topics, so I hope that you check out uh, my channel often, because I will be uploading a lot of great stuff. So thank you guys for all your support, and please enjoy this archive section. Here we are, episode six. I tell you, we are just a rocking and a rolling now, man. And I'm I having a good time doing these podcasts for you. Having a great time. Actually, starting to get some more listeners every show, which is totally fucking awesome. I'm just happy to know that even if one person listens, uh, that I got some. You know, one person listens to what I have to say is amazing. I mean, I'm just, I'm not doing this to become the most popular podcast guy in the world and the most fanciest, as you know. If you saw the the setup I got here, I'm running everything bare bones because, to be honest, I don't have a fucking clue how to do it any better. I don't have the knowledge to uh, set up a better system. I keep hoping that somebody's gonna email me that does know about podcasting and better equipment to get, and can basically come and sit down here, if they're in the same town as me or close by, and uh, show me the things I gotta do to make things better and the proper equipment that I need, so I don't go out there and blow a fortune on shit that I don't need, so hopefully somebody, if anybody's out there that wants to help me, that can point me in the right direction about equipment, uh, the other stuff I need, then definitely get a hold of me at Crypt Rick Tattoos. At yahoo.com, and that's spelled C R Y P T R I C K T A T T O O S. At yahoo.com, and you can send me a message about anything you want a certain t- subject you want me to talk about to get my thoughts on. You have any ideas for that you want to talk about? Any ideas, comments? I will let you uh, read them out on the next episode. I do give you my thoughts on them. You got an idea for a cool collaboration, that's the place to hit me up. Or you can go to Instagram. Pretty simple, it's not hard to find me. Just look on Crypt Rick Tattoos on Instagram and send me a private message. Check out some of my tattoos there and other postings I do and hit me up through there. And whatever ideas you got, if you want to do a collaboration or need to talk about certain things like I said, that is where you want to hit me up. Now before I go any further, I just want to ask you people that are listening out there, are you guys serious wrestling fans out there? Are you? You want to be in the know? You want to know what's going on before that shit happens? You want to hear somebody that knows what they're talking about? You want to hear different interviews, different ideas? Then you got to go and definitely check out WrestlingShowNetwork.com This place gives you a brand new podcast for free. Every single day of the week, from analysts to news, lists, and reviews, the Wrestling Show Network is starting a revolution of awesome audio about the sport of kings. Visit WrestlingShowNetwork.com where everything is wrestling and wrestling is everything. What a rush. (coughs) That's not easy to do. But anyways, that's who this episode is brought to you by. So make sure, if you want to go and find out everything you need to know about everything, WWE, AEW, New Japan, you name it, they're going to talk to you about it. That is where you want to go. That's where I go. And I hope everyone else does too. Go give them a listen because you're going to love their show. And they're great guys. And definitely a place if you want to keep up to wrestling. Keep up what's going on. New things popping up, their you know their thoughts on things. That's where you want to go. But now on to the topic of today. I was gonna to make today kind of a light show. Talk about some shit, you know, that I did so for on the weekend and that. Uh but you know, I well let, let me talk about actually what I you know. I went and saw uh with my wife, went and saw Captain Marvel, went and saw that yesterday And, uh, you know, we didn't, you know, we went for the great seats, you know, we, I always like those seats now, you know, the ones at the very back, you get in them, and they fucking, uh, recline, and they vibrate, and they shake you out of your fucking boots, and, uh, you got the 3D glasses, I like to go for the full experience, if I'm gonna drop some money at the movie theater... You know, because by the time you buy a couple tickets and a bag of fucking popcorn and I get one of their god-awful fucking coffees that I think, you know, they make a pot of it once a month and just keep reheating the fucker, but, you know, you're looking at spending $50, $60, so I figure, you know, I'm going to spend the extra $10, $5, 10 and I'm going to get the best seats that they have to offer, and if I'm being honest, you know, my wife said she really enjoyed it, I, I, it wasn't bad, but it didn't do much for me, and I'm sure I'm going to get people leaving me uh, comments and sending me emails going, you fucking crazy, Rick, man, fucking Captain Marvel, man, that bitch is most powerful fucking thing in the world now, and, you know, I get all that, and in my defense, guys, I was never a comic book kid growing up, never been a comic book person in adulthood, you know, I do enjoy a lot of the Marvel and DC movies, I love a lot of the characters, but, I don't know, maybe I just gotta watch it a second time. Maybe, sometimes that happens with me. I'll watch a movie the first time and maybe it's just I'm not in the mood for it. We went to the 10.30 show, so I was kind of tired. And maybe that had something to do with it, but I, I just, it didn't grab me like, it definitely did not grab me like Aquaman did. I remember when I went to see Aquaman, I was like, that fucking, it just grabbed me right by the throat the first moment it came on and right to the end but i just found that with the the new one with uh you know it just didn't you know it just didn't grab me like that and uh you know i'm sorry it just didn't and i'm hoping that maybe with a second watch a second viewing you know i i'm gonna see some things i you know maybe i'll 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 like it a lot more because that does happen in the odd movies the odd movie I should say that I watch, I won't like it the first time, but after watching it a couple times, you know, it grows on me, and I'm just being honest, I always tell you guys, you know, come on into my uh, crypt, grab a tombstone, your favorite one, fucking dust her off, sit your ass down, we're gonna talk honest, we're gonna talk truth, because in this world, there's so many people fucking walking around, smiling in your face, they, you know, we're good friends, and then blow big clouds of smoke up your ass, and then as soon as you turn around, there's a fucking knife in your back. And when you turn around, to look at them and say, Hey, how'd this get here? They're looking at you fucking going, Oh, I don't know how it got there. I didn't put it there. Meanwhile, they got fucking blood on their hand and a knife sheath on their hip. So I want people to come here and talk about shit honestly. And I'm just being honest. You know? Captain Marvel, whatever the fuck it was called, just didn't grab me. I mean, it had some great action scenes in it. And, the, you know, the graphics were great. There was no nothing wrong with that. I just... I just, I don't know, I just, it didn't move me like Aquaman did, it didn't grab me and throw me to the fucking ground and put me in a figure four like fucking Aquaman did, I loved Aquaman, fuck, I've watched it like six times since it came out, that's how much I love that movie, and, you know, I'm hoping it'll grow on me, but, so that's what we did, Uh, went to the, get smokes today, so I had a good drive over, you know, it's about an hour, hour and a half, you know, there and back to go where where I get my smokes and my fucking medical marijuana and shit and have a good friend that brings me and had a great chat. We always have a great time driving there. It seems like 10 minutes, you know, those people that you hang out with and time just flies. You know, you're having good conversation, you're giggling about shit, talking about everything under the fucking sun. You just have a lot of things in common with them and it just makes it for a great trip. I have a great time every time I go with this guy and hang out with him you know, we just, it doesn't drag on, I have some people that I'm around, and fucking time just stands fucking still when you're with them, or they just say shit to you that makes you want to fucking just knock them out, or choke them on the fucking ground, and I'm sure, I know we all have people like that in our lives, both ways, we are the ones that we have a great time with, and then we have the fucking mooks that fucking you want to strangle, and I had a great time today doing that, and I thought I was going to keep it, like I said, I was going to keep this podcast light, and then me like a fucking idiot, I go and watch another documentary and you're going to learn that listening to me on this podcast. I am uh, I am so balls deep in documentaries and uh, lectures and stuff. I am definitely trying to improve my, I, I'm watching lectures and that, trying to improve and figure myself out because, you know, I got a shitload of fucking flaws and things about myself that I do not like and so I'm trying to improve that. And I've been trying to do that for a couple of years now, but I've really taken it to heart and a lot serious, more serious in the new year. And I'm trying to, you know, my body, because of my disease, is pretty much fucking shot. You know, I mean, there's not much more my disease can do to me. I'm hunched over like a monkey fucking a football. Uh, you know, my hips are fucking artificial You know, I got lymphedema in my legs, so I got to keep them wrapped with fucking special tensor bandages to keep the fluid out of my legs. So there's not really much more that my disease can do to me. So working out my body and getting that in tip-top shape is unrealistic, if I'm being honest. I mean, I do stretch every morning, and I do try to do a little bit of uh, light exercise to keep what I do have moving, moving. But I'm never going to be fucking Hulk Hogan or fucking, you know... Arnold Schwarzenegger body wise it just it's not gonna happen and so I really wanted to I thought I can't work out my body but everybody can work out their mind you know put the fucking phone down as I say get your fucking ass out of the Facebook and the fucking Twitter and try to you know I want I want people to try to get deep inside themselves into their heart their soul what makes them tick why are they why question why you are the way you are why you think the way you do what has made you become the way you are what events in your life and that's what I've been del- I've been delving into that for a couple years and you go to some scary fucking places in your in your fucking uh recollections of things and you start to slowly it's a slow process I'm not going to lie to anyone and it's at times, I, I feel like I'm making no progress. I feel like I'm just like a dog chasing his tail, but I keep trying to spend a little time with myself uh, every day, trying to look into things. And uh, I struggle a lot, if I'm being honest with you guys, about feeling like I have any value in life. I don't feel like I do a lot of the times, and I'm just being honest. I really don't. I feel like because of my disease, I am i feel lesser of a man, uh, I'm so embarrassed when I'm around people, because I'm hunched over, and I can't stand straight up and look at people head on, when I walk, I'm staring at the ground, it's so embarrassing for me, when I'm out in public, and I don't think people have any idea, unless you live it, how embarrassing that shit is, you know, and people look at you fucking weird, and the odd person will come up and ask you the dumbest fucking questions in the world, you know, were you in a motorcycle accident? You know, because I got tattoos and long hair. It has to be fucking, something happened in prison, or it was a motorcycle accident, or something, you know, the stereotypical bullshit. And it just really makes you feel like, uh, for me, I'm not sure if other people feel like that, that have a disability, a man or a woman, if it makes them feel lesser of a person, but for me, it really does, and I've struggled with that for a lot of years i just don't feel like half the time i don't feel like a real man anymore i just feel like half the person i was at one time and so i struggle with that and that's what sent me on this quest i'm trying to figure out what value i have to people and and do i have a value to people and i think i do i think my experiences in life can help somebody, and I think everybody in the world, if you're out here living every day, grinding, fucking, this world is a savage place, man, and it fucking, it doesn't bow to anybody, this world will fucking uh, stomp all over you, and it doesn't care if you fucking are depressed, it doesn't care if you can't pay your rent, it doesn't give a fuck if you want to go and blow your fucking head off, or tie a noose and swing from a fucking rafter, it don't, life don't give a fuck, it will just pound on you if you let it, and I think everybody that can get up in the morning, and fucking stand up to life, and spit in its face, and fucking find good in life, and are doing it every day, they all have, you all have a story, you all have advice that you can give people, you know, you you know deep down the good things you've done, and the shitty things you've done, and you know the things that you would do different, so that's what I've been doing. Looking back on that, and uh, one of the people I watch, I mentioned. In my, I think my first or second podcast. I watch a lot of uh, lectures with Mark Pasio on YouTube. Now his lectures are a lot of them are long. His one that you have to watch is on natural law. That's a must to me. That's where it all started for me, was watching that lecture, and it's like eight hours fucking long, but if you want to get to know yourself, and you want to get to know how the world works, you have to put in the time, and you have to sit down, I'm not saying you have to watch all fucking eight hours like a retard, like I fucking did, because I'm a savage, I just went and fucking watched it all, I just sat down, hunkered down, got a pack of smokes, and I watched the whole thing, and I think I've watched it three times in the last couple of years, because it's so much information that you have to take in, that it, you know, you can't get it all in one go. But that really opened opened me up and started me down, I think, the right path of trying to figure myself out in this crazy fucking world. So I think if you want to get to know deep about yourself, get you on the right path, definitely check out his fucking his uh, video on and all his uh, lectures on YouTube. It's not going to do any harm. It's only going to do good. And if you don't like what he has to say, you don't have to fucking believe anything. I'm not asking you to believe anything. I'm just saying, have a look at it, open with an open mind. It's not going to hurt you. What's it going to hurt? And that's what I've been doing. And I watch a lot of lectures by other people. Like I said, I'm trying to figure out myself, trying to find value in myself. And like at times, I struggle with that. Like as I said, I do not sometimes feel I have any value anymore. I'm just being honest. I just sometimes I don't. I just think, you know, what the fuck am I doing here? Hurting every day. I f- I hate the way my body looks. And I have to get past that, because, you know, physical, your body isn't everything. It matters who you are inside, and what goes on between your fucking, you know, your two fucking holes in your head, your fucking ears, and what's going on in your brain that has matter, as you, you realize that as you get older, at least I have, you don't think of that shit when you're fucking 17, 20, you're out there fucking at the bars, you're drinking, you're out with your friends fucking doing shit, and fucking women, and... You know fucking trying to get your dick sucked and fucking you know if you're a woman, you're out there trying to suck dick or fucking fine guys and shit, all that crazy shit. you're not thinking about that, but you think about it at least I did as I got older, and that's my quest and so as I was to bring it around, I got into another documentary, and oh my God, I wish I fucking didn't it's one of the few documentaries I'll watch and go, "Oh my God, I wish I didn't go, and i was I was gonna go nuclear, but I thought if I go nuclear. On this one, it'll be nuclear through the whole podcast. That's how much this documentary upset me. i just go nuclear through the whole fucking thing. So I didn't bother. No nuclear siren this time, but I'm telling you, for this podcast, it fucking, it shit does warrant it. But I didn't do it. Now, the podcast I'm talking, or the, uh, never mind. uh, The uh, documentary I'm talking about, I'm sure a lot of you have already seen it, or heard it. I definitely know you've heard about it is that fucking uh, one about Michael Jackson. Yep, we're on the Michael Jackson again. I was talking about that last uh, podcast, and I thought, well, that's going to be all I have to say about it. And then I go and I get caught watching Leaving Never, uh, Neverland, which was four fucking hours long to begin with. I was like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck can they possibly be talking about for four fucking hours? Like these, you know, these supposedly two fucking boys that he abused and all you know the fucking story i'm sure even most of you have seen the documentary and then i realized after four hours of watching this documentary i thought oh my god they might have new evidence you know what evidence they found in four fucking hours you know what they what i saw that they found dick they found dick there was no new fucking evidence let's be honest there was no you watch that documentary there was in four fucking hours there was no new evidence There was two people throwing a lot of accusations out and parents, you know, fucking throwing accusations out, but nothing that we haven't heard. There was nothing revolutionary in this. There wasn't no, you know, oh my God, they just found this out, found this out, whatever. It was just fucking two people fucking saying a bunch of shit. And what drove me fucking crazy is the guy's been dead for 10 fucking years He's not here to defend himself. They can say whatever the fuck they want about him, and and he can't defend himself. And you know, I went on uh, on YouTube and a few comments I was reading about the documentary, and I put down just simple fucking. Why can't you let this man rest? And people went fucking bananas on me. People were pissed that I said that. I didn't. I didn't think like I was just making a statement. Like let this guy rest. It's been ten years. And I forgot how easily the fucking brain dead fucking sheeple of this fucking world can be led by their nose. That's how I felt. You know, they watch this one documentary, which is totally one sided. You got two guys who I might add are fucking is very incentive uh, is money. They're saying they want justice for what happened to them, and they want their families want justice. They also want a big fucking payday. Like, they're suing for like a billion dollars, I think. There's somewhere crazy number like that. So don't tell me that, you know, there's not an incentive of money, which this fucking uh, guy that fucking did the, the, this whole documentary, the director or whatever the fuck is. Uh, let me see here. I can't remember. I'm so fucking upset that I can't remember the guy's fucking name. But you know they oh it just it has to have money involved and there's gotta be it's got money's involved in this i just don't care what anybody fucking says and dan reed that's a fucker's name sorry i was trying to think of it but yeah dan reed you know and he's sitting there going oh i don't think the families are just after money you know they're after justice and that yeah bullshit you know, like, what reason would the families have to, and the victims have to lie in that? I'll give you a fucking billion reasons why they got the lie. You know, you gotta remember, one of these guys, vic, one of these uh, people that are saying, uh, coming out in this documentary and saying that, that he did this is also one of Michael Jackson's star fucking witnesses in the one trial he had. It was the first person that the defense brought up. And, you know, this kid fucking, uh, who was a young adult at the time when he did this, Fucking defended Michael Jackson to the fucking, to the, you know, wholeheartedly. When at any point, you know, scared of Michael Jackson as he claims or not, he was in the protection of, he was in a court surrounded by people that would have protected him. All he had to fucking do was say one thing, and I'm telling you, that jury was just looking, you know, that jury would have fucking found Michael guilty and put him in fucking, you know, pedal fucking prison under the jail for the rest of his life. And probably threw away the fucking key. Because I tell you, that's what the media fucking wanted. The media fucking had this man fucking... I was... A, you gotta remember, I was around when the, the first trial and even, you know, the set came around. And I am I can tell you, if you guys are too young to know, or weren't, didn't pay attention during that trial, or you weren't, you know, paying, like, up to date with it, or you weren't even alive back then. I was around back then. Saw it on the news, and this fucking guy was condemned and they found they the news and the media had this man guilty before he ever got a fucking not guilty verdict which i want to remind people he was found not fucking guilty 14 times like he did not they was not found guilty in anything but the media holy fuck they had this man this they had this man convicted and found guilty in the eyes of the media before the trial was even halfway done and they wanted him guilty you know why, and everybody's like, well, why would the media want him guilty, because, why, holy fuck, why the fuck not, they want this man guilty, because they can be writing, they'll be writing fucking stories about him, and his trial, and fucking the fall of Michael Jackson, you know, my fucking papers, and magazines, and documentaries, and videos, and movies, and shit, if this man was actually found guilty, which he was not, but if he was, the fucking money they would have made, ...all fucking doing a show on... ...and many shows on the fall of Michael Jackson... ...they ...I'm telling you... ...their fucking dicks were hard... ...fucking waiting for a guilty verdict... ...I would have loved to be in that newsroom... ...when they was found... ...not guilty on all fucking 14... ...you know... ...on 14 accounts... ...I would have loved to be around those reporters... ...because they... ...oh my god... ...they must have been shattered... ...they would have been... ...holy fuck... ...we already have all the fucking papers ready to print... ...we got the headlines... ...like fuck... ...what are we gonna do now... ...now we gotta print that he's not guilty... That's not going to sell a lot of papers in the long run. So don't fucking tell me that... The, you know, I was there. And this fucking man, like... He fucking was fight, on the fight for his life. And... So don't tell me he didn't... They, you know, these families also don't have a reason to fucking... Uh, to come out now. How convenient. Ten fucking years after, he's dead, you know. And he can't defend himself. Now it's up to his family and his poor children who have to go through all of this bullshit again. And as I said in other podcasts, we know how vicious kids can be. You think adults are fucking mean? Holy fuck, go and let a kid get a hold of you. Kids don't hold back. They're fucking 100% honest. You want an honest answer, get a fucking little kid. They'll fucking tell you, like, you know, what they what their truth. And so now his, his family's got to defend them. And then I heard, you know, then you hear that the radio stations and and etc, are not playing his music anymore, so, you know, they, it's fucking crazy, I mean, I can honestly say that probably in another 20 years, another 10 years, whatever, there are going to be more fucking documentaries, more people coming out saying that, like, they're never going to let this man fucking rest, and I come from the place where, yes, if you fucking are charged with something, you have your day in fucking court, and you are innocent till proven guilty, and that unfortunately that's not the world we live in anymore especially with social media where everybody every fucking moment has got an opinion and everybody likes to hear somebody's fall especially a celebrity nothing gets people's dicks hard more than watching a celebrity or famous person crash and burn which is sad you know let's not let's not hold them up for their accomplishments let's get our rocks off watching them fucking uh ...their lives crash around them... ...because our lives are so fucking shallow... ...and meaningless that it makes us feel better... ...about ourselves... ...and... ...like I said in my last podcast... ...I'm not saying that Michael Jackson was a weird... ...fucker, he was a weird motherfucker... ...that's for sure, I'll never deny that... ...and... ...but I'm going by what, you know... ...you gotta remember, like back in the trial... ...this man had every fucking... ...new name the alphabet agency that went after him... ...he had the fucking FBI... The fucking IRA, the fucking, you know, the police, the CIA, fucking everything. They go and raid his fucking ranch, you know, and they found nothing. They didn't find anything to convict this guy. And they went through every fucking square inch of that fucking place probably 10 fucking times. They found nothing. And then you just have people, you know, and then you got... when you look at the the witnesses that they brought out against them and that you look at you look do your research dig deeper than what this fucking media is telling you and these people that have a biased opinion and i don't have a biased opinion for michael jackson i'm telling you i i just start collecting vinyl again and i am not rushing out to buy a michael jackson record so don't uh, don't put me in the category oh he's a big michael fan and he can do no wrong bullshit I just live by the premise that, you know, if you are innocent, you're innocent until proven guilty, and if you go through a fucking court case like he did a few times, and then you're found not guilty 14 times, you have to go by what they, you know, if he was guilty, they would have found something on him. They would have found anything to fucking, to actually get a conviction on him, and I'm not saying that he didn't do anything. Let me get that right before you guys say, oh, Rick... You know, you you're fucking bought the whole Michael's Innocent hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, bullshit. I never said that. I have never said that fucking Michael Jackson did not do fucking creepy things and that he's not guilty of doing creepy things. He very well could have fucked these kids in the ass and fucking married them and all this crazy shit. But it hasn't been fucking proven. It has not been proven to the point where the man got convicted. And that's just fucking fact. Deal with it. That's the truth. That's the facts. And if they do eventually find some fucking uh, evidence that is rock hard and indisputable and they find him guilty, I'd be the first person on this fucking podcast to say that that fucker was guilty and he deserves everything he got and he deserved all the shit he got. But until they prove it in a court and there's an actual conviction, let the guy fucking rest. And that's just my fucking, you know. These when, like, as I was watching this fucking four-hour documentary, which holy fuck, I have to be honest, I fell asleep halfway through because it's just the same fucking stories I heard twenty years ago, fucking ten years ago. It's just the same shit, but there's no evidence. And then if you dig deep into these these boys or these men that are accusing them, their fucking stories got fucking holes everywhere. You know, like. Like the one kid saying like that safe check kid says that he is a after he was his abuse intensified big time after the Grammys in nineteen eighty nine but then when you dig deep, the Grammys were uh you know th- it, like the Grammys that he was saying after the Grammys in nineteen eighty nine in New York the abuse intensified, but then you look into it, and the fucking Grammys weren't even held in New York; they were held in fucking l a And Michael wasn't even fucking there. That's kind of fucking crazy that you can't get that right. You know, and, but you don't hear shit about that. And then, uh, oh my God, like it was just, they, their stories didn't, they just, the more you look deep into them, the more they fall apart. There's no fucking evidence. And then you have other actor, big time people like actors and that Corey Feldman coming out and they're fucking saying that there is no way that this fucking man did that. Like, they were around him all the time and they never saw anything like that. The man did nothing of the sort that these kids are talking about. And then the one guy says that, you know, all of a sudden he found that, like, apparently this is what got me, is that, you know, you hear the story that these couple kids, they had, you know, Michael wanted to get married to them, so they had a fucking... uh, fake wedding and they wrote their own fucking vows and stuff and then the one kid you know on this documentary he's like look I, I found the ring that Michael gave me you know and he's showing everybody you know there's no proof that this ring was ever given to him there was no proof that Michael gave it to him it's just some fucking ring he could have bought at Walmart for all as we know you know, and then they say, well, and then they say, we, you know, Michael and him, they wrote vows out together in the bedroom. You know, everything that this fucking guy does is in the bedroom, apparently, because, you know, there's fucking underwear hanging from the fucking rafters and shit like that. Rolled up in the closet, you know, and they never did anything but sit in the bedroom. And apparently they never went anywhere else at the ranch. But, you know, they wrote their vows out and when the, you know, but he can't produce the vows because he lost them. So he keeps the ring that the, that Michael gave him. But these sacred vows that they wrote together, and that you know, you think that if this young kid was in love with Michael Jackson, as he claims he was, and this was his fatherly figure, and he is fucking, uh, he wanted to be with him forever, and that he loses the vows because they meant so much to him. No evidence of the vows. So another story that just to me reeks of bullshit, despite what everybody thinks, and so, and then, let me see, I got a couple other things I wrote down here, let me just go through some of the things that, I had to write this shit down, you're talking about a four-hour documentary, boy, I'm putting fucking anybody to sleep near the end of it, and then, you got Wade Robinson, you know, he he talks about how Michael said, oh, go in my closet, and and pick out a jacket, so he went in, and of course, he grabs the fucking Thriller jacket, which, if you do any fucking research at all, you find out that, 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 the original Thriller Jacket, which there was only one I found out, was actually purchased in 2011 for $1.8 million. So that story's fucking bullshit when you dig into it. And then you got fucking that James fucking Soul, whatever fucking his name is, Soul Chuck or whatever, going around bragging it. But, you know, he goes and says that that he got uh, Michael Gam the Indiana Jones whip. You know, that, that there was only one whip that... And it was given to him and stuff like that. And then once again, you go and you do a little research like I did, and then you find out that that whip was donated to the Institute of Archaeology in London in 1990. Yeah, but nobody says this shit. Nobody talks about that. They fucking sweep that under the rug. And I'm not saying. And people are probably saying, "Well, Rick, what does that have to fucking do with this kid, with, with Michael fucking these kids in the ass?" Well, it doesn't really have a lot to do with them fucking them in the ass, but it does have something to do with their credibility. You know, this is a serious thing. And then if you got, if they're lying about little things like this that have no fucking real meaning, then how could you just say that they might not be lying about other shit? You know, and then the, this James Soljak again, he goes and says that after they, they had their fake wedding, and they did their fake fucking vows, and they gave away their rings and all that shit, then they went, you know, to Disney Euro in 1988, and that's where they had their honeymoon, and, but then when you do, then when you do, like, go and check on, don't believe me, go on fucking Google's, I had to go check it, and go look that this place wasn't even fucking open until 1992, so apparently they fucking, you know, he, they went and had a honeymoon at a place that wasn't even open yet, by four fucking years, so, you know, that's another thing, and nobody questions this shit, they just want to buy this fucking documentary, hook, line, and sinker, because, and I'm just so surprised how quickly everybody on social media has just bought this fucking documentary, I'm not saying that there's not, it's creepy, it's a creepy documentary, I, I don't know, I know that after me and my wife watched it we fucking uh, like felt dirty after. You feel dirty after you listen to it or you watch it. You're like this, okay, this is just some creepy shit. And the sad part is is that if he's if he's innocent of doing all of this, it's horrible for everybody. And if he's guilty of doing this, it's still horrible for everybody. There's no fucking winners, you know, in in this whole thing. And I just it was it's a disturbing fucking documentary i'm telling you you got to prepare yourself when you're going to watch this i have watched tons of documentaries but this one was one that just it was it was just creepy and but as i said you're getting a one-sided story and it's an awful fucking easy to pick on some man that's not there to defend himself put yourself in in, you know in those shoes how would you like it if somebody could just go on social media and make up whatever the fuck they want about you Go and tell the whole world about you, and you can't say nothing. You can't defend yourself. And to me, that's just—it's bullshit. And I don't—I think this fucking director that did this fucking documentary, I think he's just fucking picking on a picking on an old subject, Michael Jackson. And as I said early in the podcast, I think during, in ten fucking years there's going to be another ten documentaries, and they're going to beat this fucking thing. And I already think they have beat it into death you know, if you're going to make a documentary again, get some fucking facts, get some fucking new evidence, because there was no new evidence in this documentary, and you don't believe me, fucking watch it yourself, you had two kids and a couple family members all fucking talking a lot of shit, talking about a lot of stories, telling a lot of stories, showing videos that had no fucking relevance to whether or not he was abusing these kids or not, they're showing the kids dancing, you know, when they were younger, doing Michael Jackson dances and stuff like that. And they were showing pictures of Michael, like, fucking in his at his ranch. And, you know, at the table, sitting there and stuff. Which have no relevance. Has no relevance with it. Fuck, like, what does that prove? It doesn't prove anything. It proves that the guy fucking walked around his ranch. He lived like a normal person. And it's just and then the, you know, I just got done watching that, like, my last podcast was about that fucking maid that came out, like, her, her fucking testimony's been discredited all over the fucking place, and that was, oh, my God, that documentary, you gotta watch that one, that one's just a fucking shit show, this woman, I mean, if you believe this maid woman, then holy fuck, I got a fucking submarine with holes in it that I'm gonna sell you, because her story's just, you know, and she's another one that testified back in the day uh, under oath that he didn't do nothing, she didn't see nothing, and now, you know, ten years later, she her conscience has got the best of her. She's got to come out and tell her story. You know, she's got to, you know, pay me for my fucking interviews and my story, and I'll, you know, that'll clear my conscience apparently. And people that have done uh, research on this maid have already tore her story all fucking apart you know, she's, it all started because Michael fucking fired her, because she stole, he found out that he stole a fucking uh, expensive print from him, and he fired her, and then she fucking goes and sues him for wrongful termination, and Michael Jackson's lawyers walk the floor with her, and now she owes Michael, the Michael Jackson, the state, fucking like many, many thousands of dollars for this print and shit, which she's never fucking paid back, and then, you know, the documentary where they're interviewing her, this 60-minute uh, interview, uh, I can't believe they even spent fucking six minutes with this woman, but they dedicated a whole hour, and, you know, he they ask her, you know, do you still owe the, you know, the Jackson family money and that, and you should watch this woman stutter her ass through this one. You know, like, you can just tell. I, I didn't buy it at all. I was so mad after that documentary, too. It's another case of, let's kick the man down, you know, and... As I said before, I'm not saying that this man did not do these things. I'm not saying that. And I'm not saying, I got to keep saying that because people are going to take what I'm saying. They're going to twist it around and fucking put things out of context. So I'm saying it again. I'm not saying that this guy did not do these things. What I am saying is that there's no fucking proof. There is no evidence. The guy got acquitted or found not guilty 14 fucking times. Like, think of that. 14 times that this man was found not guilty by a jury but nobody talks about that you know they're like oh yeah you know he paid them all off that's what i oh fuck i hear that stupid fucking thing all the time too he paid them all off or you know we we were we testified for michael jackson because you know he, he we were scared of him and as i said in my last podcast when you think of michael jackson the one thing i do not think of is a badass I don't give a fuck if he's wearing his bad outfit and he's got his hair all fucking jerry-curled back and he's going around fucking acting tough and all that shit. You do not think of fucking a, an aggressive uh, ass-whipping when you think of Michael Jackson, so you're not going to make me believe that. There's no way these people feared him and feared what he might do and shit like that, you know? And I think back then they were telling the fucking truth that they didn't see anything, you know? And then when the paychecks stopped getting coming in, because this fucking stupid retard of a woman fucking goes and gets caught stealing something she wants to turn it around and play the victim and I just don't buy her story at all I don't think anyone I've even talked to believes that story but I'm sure you're going to find some people out there that buy it hook, line, and sinker there's a fucking sheeple for every you know every day of the week I find so that's that's why that documentary that Leaving Netherland just that four hour documentary just left such a nasty taste in my mouth and I mean, uh, as I said, he hasn't been proven guilty of anything. Not in a court of law, and it's a scary fucking world when the media can convict you before you, uh, a court can. I would, I, I pray to God, people, and I say this honestly, I pray to God I never get charged with something serious where I'm in the newspaper, and the fucking, and then the media fucking. I leave it to the media to prove my Ill, my guilt or innocence. Because if the media locks onto you and you're guilty and they spin it that way, then you're in that situation that Michael was in. You're fucked. Because people will just, they don't care about looking into the facts. They don't do any investigation at all. They believe exactly what they hear. And that's what happened with this documentary. And I just find, from what I've seen on, but there is a small group of people that I've been watching videos on on YouTube that just don't, they don't buy it. You know, they don't buy this documentary, and it was awesome, because I thought, you know, I saw the Oprah reaction thing to the, you know, at the end, you know, they they had Oprah come on, you know, with her fucking, like, lioness wig on, it was a god-awful fucking wig this woman was wearing, you should have saw this fucking, well, check it out, you'll see what I mean, it was like the fucking Cavalier Lion wig she was wearing, and then she's like, well, we have the whole audience full of fucking sexual assault fucking uh, victims, and stuff like that, yeah, let's uh, let's load the audience in the favor of the fucking, you know, like, tell me that's not a stacked audience, you know, let's get all sexual fucking victims in as the audience, and have a, let's burn Michael fucking rah-rah campaign, and she just swallowed, she swallowed that fucking story like balls and all, man, she was right on board with that fucking Michael's guilty now, and had these two fucking momos that are in the documentary, you know, playing on people, and saying nothing nothing new there was that's the thing that got me is like i watched that's what bothered me the most is i watched a documentary for four fucking hours that I, nothing new i didn't hear it was, there was nothing new there's nothing revolutionary in there that everybody's like oh my god you know they found and they didn't find nothing and i gotta keep reminding people when the, all of these people investigated him and they raided his house surprise raid they went through every square inch of that fucking house about and his grounds about a thousand times they found dick, they didn't find anything, they didn't find a fucking pair of kids underwear, they didn't find a condom, they didn't find a fucking play, any porn, they checked his computer, they didn't find nothing, I'm telling you, this guy was the fucking neatest pedophile in the world, if he was, and it just boggles my mind, and every, everybody, it seems, are just following this, a lot of people are just, and then, like I said, I was saying, the funny part is, then I watched, you know, after the Oprah fucking uh, play to the sympathy of the audience and all that shit, and fucking, you know, that show just, that's just watch it, and you'll see what I mean. Totally one-sided, as I said. And then, you know, what I found funny was I came across, a, you know, this poor, uh, the guy that did this documentary, this fucking Dan Reed fucking Fruit Loop, this little scrawny fucking dehydrated turd, that I call him, You know, he had a pretty good in the press here in in, uh, the state. Not here, I live in Canada, but in the States, he had a pretty good. You know, a lot of people were like, you know, saying it was a great documentary. And then he went over to Europe, and, you know, they didn't fuck around with him at all. They they went right at him. They weren't blowing smoke up this guy's ass at all. And and who do you think was the first person that fucking, the, the most unlikely person I thought that they would actually, that this Dan Reed fucking guy would actually go on the show? He goes on fucking Pierce Morgan show and Pierce just lights his fucker up, you know, like right from the get go. There was no fucking, there was no like foreplay. There was no fucking holding hands, you know, no hand job before and that warming the fucking No, Pierce just went fucking, you know, let's go, you know, and he said the same thing that I basically was thinking like, what new evidence do you have? That's what, that's all I want to keep asking is what new evidence do these two have? They have nothing. And Pierce Morgan went right after him, and this fucking Dan Reed guy was stuttering, and muttering, and fucking didn't know what to think, because when it, when you boil it down, and you look at it without rose-colored glasses on, you look at it for what it is, it's a fucking uh, witch hunt, and I'm just thinking, until you actually have something concrete, like, I mean concrete, a fucking video, fucking DNA, or, or uh, I don't fucking know, something anything there's not even a text message there's not a fucking phone call there, there, you know and then that's another thing they found in this Pierce Morgan brought up to this fucking uh, director guy is that yeah you're showing clips in this movie like this documentary but you've edited the shit out of them like you know you have to watch the documentary which I pity you people I mean basically you know you might want to sit down smoke a joint fucking get a bottle of wine or something because it's going to be a long haul and you're like I said you're going to feel dirty after it but you have to see it, and then you have to go and watch the Oprah thing, and watch how she blows smoke up everybody's ass, and follows the fucking narrative perfect, and then go watch the Pierce Morgan one, you can find all of this on YouTube, and then you'll see what I'm talking about, it's just amazing, how Pierce Morgan goes at this guy, and just leaves a guy dumbfounded, you know, and Pierce is saying, like, why are you editing all of these clips, you know, like, there was one clip where Michael was they're on a plane and the one kid goes, you know, what was the best part of, uh, on this trip? And Michael said, you know, they, they clip it to say, Michael said, oh, well being on this trip with you and that that's where they cut it. But if you look at the full clip, it's Michael saying, well, the best part of this trip was being with you and your family. And I really want to hang out with your family again. Even though the kids claim, this kid claims that, you know, Michael isolated him from his family and they got tons, you know, this, Pierce was showing tons of pictures of Michael with the family, and they had the kid there and all the family members and shit. So I don't think he was isolating them. And it was just good. You got to watch it, but you got to watch it all. You got to watch that documentary as awful as it is, and then you got to watch the Oprah thing, and then you got to watch the Pierce-Morgan thing, and then you might get a better picture. And But I tell you, when I went on the a couple of the YouTube uh, videos I was watching, and I put down like, why don't they let this man rest, and there's been no new evidence, people got roaring on my ass, I mean, I, they were fucking calling me everything under the sun, you know, and this man, you know, they shouldn't let him rest, you know, he's a fucking pedophile, and I'm like, no, that's not proven, <laughs> you know, oh, how quickly we fucking forget, you know, that, that was not proven, That was, you know, that was a four-hour fucking, you know, this is our side of the story, and here's some pictures of that show nothing, and here's some videos that show nothing that have been edited to bullshit. And, you know, that's what we got. And I just, it amazes me how quickly people just fucking see it on the TV and automatically believe it. They hear it on the news, they automatically believe it. God for a fucking bid, you use your own fucking think box and look at the facts and do a little research, and come to whatever conclusion you want, because I know I don't fucking, for years I haven't fucking believed what I see on TV, it comes out of the news, it comes out of CNN, or any of those fucking news things, I don't even, you can ask anybody that knows me, you can ask anybody that knows me well, you can ask my wife, I don't watch fucking news, you know, I'm lucky if I even look at the Weather Channel, because apparently the Weather Channel can't even fucking get the weather right, they tell you it's gonna rain, it's gonna be fucking snowing, it's gonna be, and then you look outside, it's fucking sunny out, so I'm going to listen to people that can't get the weather right about fucking other shit. Not going to happen on my book. It's not going to happen. I haven't watched the news for years. For fucking years. Probably over 10 years. At least. Probably 20 years. I just don't... I never bought it. And so I just... I was really shocked that a lot more people just did not start, you know, wondering what are the motives for this documentary. uh, What... What are these victims that these supposed two kids have to gain out of it? As I said, they got about a billion things to gain out of it. Since there is always, of course, money in it. And they're suing the Michael Jackson estate for like, I don't know, I think it's like 1.8 billion or something. It's some fucking crazy number. I can't remember the exact number. But you can check that out. Like, so. And when like I said, as you boil it down, you get through all the bullshit. There's nothing new under this documentary. And that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying as I said earlier, I'm just saying the facts. There's nothing new in this that you haven't heard. In some form or another, it might be worded a little different, might be taken uh, put in a different context, but it's basically the same story that you heard that I've heard several times. And that's just my thoughts on that. I just I just think that They got to, they they got to, if you're going to do another documentary, hey, don't make it fucking, you know, another thing, actually, before I say that, let me just say something too that's really cool, is that if you look at the running time of the American one that was on HBO, it's four hours, it's actually over four hours, and then after people started uh, on YouTube and on social media started uh, commenting that a lot of the scenes in this new documentary were taking out of context, and were edited to shit and fucking sliced apart to fit the narrative, that when they went to the UK, they actually shaved a fucking hour off of that documentary by taking clips out of that documentary, like the director, that Dan fucking, that dried up foreskin, Dan Reed. Yeah, so that, you know, there was four, over four hours, four hours and some change in the States in in Canada here when we watched it. And then and now it's in the UK and it's down to th- it's just a little over three hours. So they, or maybe three and a half hours. So they took off about 40 minutes of a certain clips in that documentary. Because he was, like I said, he was called out on his bullshit. He wasn't showing all the facts. He wasn't showing, he was setting it to fit his story. So he would cut interviews off at a certain point and comments, as I pointed out earlier, he would cut cut out certain comments. So it would lead you down, they were definitely trying to point you down a certain path. And then the thing that got me the most on the pierce morgan interview is like pierce morgan's like well this is a very one-sided fucking story you don't have any of the people that are defending michael like people that were around him saying that he didn't do this and then the fucking the retard has the nerve to say like fucking well i didn't really see the point of why we would have somebody on this documentary that would uh be pro jackson like what would that serve you know, like this wasn't about that. Like, you know, no. Let's have a fucking uh, let's uh, accuse this man of all this shit, and not have anybody that's pro. Like nobody, nobody, no family members, no friends, nobody, no no butlers, no fucking. You know, and there's a lot of people that are saying this is bullshit. As I said, there's famous actors that were little kids when he hung around them, and they say he didn't do dick like that. He they never saw nothing like that. Like Corey Feldman and shit, and you know after Corey Feldman came out and was talking, he's the one that basically broke this whole pedophilia thing on uh, social media about the stories that happened to him and his friend and that, you know damn well if he saw anything that would fucking be along that avenue, he would have said something, he wouldn't be lying, I don't think I honestly do not think he would sit there and defend him he would have been the first to come out and call him on it and he just didn't do it he's saying he didn't see nothing like that you know, and So I don't know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to reserve my judgment on this guy. I really am. And as far as I'm, I look at it right now, I'm going by that you're innocent until you're proven guilty. And I hope that if it ever comes that I'm in court, that that's the way people look at it. I pray to God that I don't have to be guilty until proven innocent. Because that is totally back ass words to what it should be. And... So that's my thoughts. And I, you know, I could get an egg in my face one day and fucking they come out and they got something that's hardcore facts, evidence that would get that man convicted. It could be a videotape. It could be a fucking cell phone call or something. And, I'd, and like I said, I'd be the first person to come on this podcast and say, holy fuck, he was guilty. They got solid proof. There's no, there's DNA on him. There's DNA. There's this, there's a video or something. There's these supposed wedding vows that both kids lost. Kept the ring, but you know, forgot, lost the wedding vows because they were meant so much to him. And you know, I'll, I'll be the first to say that I fucking was wrong, right? But I'm not really wrong because I'm just saying that like, I, you got, he was proven innocent. That means something. It should at least. In this world, it, it doesn't seem to. It just matters who, you know, wh- what side is making the most noise and you know let's go to that side because everybody else is towing the line and everybody else is saying that so let's go along that let's go with that side of the story because if i go to the other side of the story i'm going to get backlash from everybody i'm not going to be popular my votes my opinion is not going to be the popular opinion and nobody's going to sit there and say oh you know you're so right i totally agree with you i agree with you that's what everybody wants to hear you know everybody agrees with them well sorry that's not me that's not my show. If you're looking for that on that, on this show, then you're on the wrong fucking show. Because, like, you know, like I said, I already got shit from fucking just posting a comment that I said, let this man rest. You know, and come back and talk to me when you have new evidence. And people, just, just that one comment, people got roaring on my ass and, like, pissed off and saying shit about me. And shit that had nothing to do with fucking what my comment was. They just attacked me. They don't fucking know me. They don't know anything about me. But they attack me from that one little comment because it wasn't what they wanted me to say. It wasn't what they believed. Because they were told to believe it by the media. They were told to believe it by this documentary. And I'm not going to be bought that easy. You're not going to sell me that shit that easy. You're not. I'm not going to believe it just because this fucking documentary is out there. I'm not going to believe it just because some... Un, some witnesses came forward that have been proven to be liars, you know. And if at worse, and even worse, if they were telling the truth, they went uh, in a court of law and perjured, perjured themselves under law, which should be a, you know, that should be an offense, that is an offense in itself. Whether you perjure for the good or the bad, to support or you know, go against the person that you're perjuring yourself, you know, perjuring yourself against, that shouldn't matter. So I don't even know how they can have another court case. With this person, if you know, either way, he perjured perjured himself. If they believe that he lied because Michael Jackson supposedly coached him over the phone for one phone call, then he's perjuring himself. That's a punishable uh, offense in court. But nobody's talking about that shit either. They can just say it really quickly, like, oh, he might have perjured himself. You know, but fuck it, you know, like, we won't talk about that. Let's talk about this documentary here. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about this one over here. Sorry, I'm not buying it that quick, people. And hate me or love me for it, I don't get, you know, I really don't care. I'm just saying how I feel. And I'm not just going to be one of these people that just blindly believe one sided documentary. But that's all I got to say about that. And this is my last podcast, I promise, on this whole subject. And like I said, I wanted to have a lighter podcast today. I was going to talk about music and shit. So I'm definitely going to do that tomorrow. I'm going to talk about, uh,. You know, the healing power of music and how since I got back into music, especially over the last year, how it's done wonders for me. And it's really uh, done a lot of great things for me. And I want to share that. That's what this was supposed to be about today. But I had to address this just because it's such a hot topic right now. And I just want to get my thoughts. But it took me a day to watch all the whole documentary and the other things with Oprah and that. So I want that. I'm just saying that this will be the last time I address that. Unless people send me questions and they want, they want me to answer it or whatnot, then I'll definitely do that, as I promised. But so tomorrow's podcast will be a little more cheerful, I, I definitely hope. I think it will be. I'm gonna, like I said, it's going to be about music and stuff. So I want to thank everybody for listening to this. I definitely want to hear your comments. On this Anchor app, there is a section where you can actually leave a voice message to me. Give me your thoughts, your comments. Email me. I already said at the beginning of the podcast how so you can email me or direct message me on Instagram. Give me your thoughts, any questions. And I'd love to hear from you. This podcast, I said, from the start, is a it's a ground up podcast. I'm building this one client, or one client. That's awful. I'm sorry. One listener at a time. And if I, that's the way I'm going to do it. There's nothing fancy here. As I've said from day one, there's nothing fancy. So just me and my thoughts. and be, It's it's guerrilla fucking podcasting. Guerrilla warfare podcasting on the ground. I'm just doing it. And I hope some people take the ride with me. And good or bad, I hope people listen. And I want to hear your guys' thoughts. I want you guys and girls to be a part of it. So send me some uh, emails in that. But thank you for listening. I just want everybody to remember, you know, be good to each other. Love each other a little more. Look out for each other a little more because the world definitely needs that now. The world's a really rough place right now. A lot of people are suffering out there. A lot of people are in uh, having a rough time. So just spread a little love out there. Tell somebody you love them. Give them a hug and take care of each other. And I'll see you next podcast. Have a great day. Have a great evening. See you later, guys.